Hi, this is Ned Siegfried from Siegfried & Jensen. As proud sponsors of BeliefCast, we hope you are inspired by Todd's weekly podcasts, which contain so many courageous stories of recovery and personal growth. Remember, it's not what happened in the past that matters, it's what happens in the future. We invite you all to work hard and be optimistic about your future. Enjoy today's podcast. Welcome back. This is Todd Sylvester with the Todd Inspires Belief Cast. Thank you once again for tuning in. And as I always say, thank you for believing me and supporting this amazing cause that we have here. It just blows my mind, the support and more, more importantly, the help that people are getting from bringing on amazing guests that I've had on. I need to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, Siegfried and Jensen, Thread Wallets, Wasatch Recovery, and the music you heard at the beginning at the end is for my good friend, Paul Cardall. He's an award-winning pianist. He's an amazing man, and he's given me permission to use his music, so uh, I'm thankful to him. And again, all my past guests, thank you for being vulnerable and coming on the show. It's so cool. And today, guys, you're in for a treat. Um, I've been studying up on this woman. Um, I, it was a referral from a friend of mine who ran into her, and he was like, you got to get this woman on your thing. She's doing all these great things, and 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 he wasn't kidding. And so today we're joined uh, with Becky Kemp. Becky, thank you for being here. Thank you. It's a privilege to be here. I love rubbing shoulders with people that are doing good things. So Yeah. Well, we're going to do some good things today, and we're going to touch some hearts, and we're going to um, inspire people you know, with words. Yeah. And this is your platform, and I love it. And I want to give a little background on Becky. Um, she's Basically, your words matter, and you're going to hear this from her, and it's, it's pretty amazing. She's a certified life coach, mentor, a motivational speaker. Uh, she shares the simple truth that um, through the word effect. She's also a body mapping and trauma-informed breath work facilitator, which allows you to experience healing and creative power found in words and gives you the tools to realign your body, mind, and spirit when life doesn't go your way. We all can relate with that one, right? <laughs> and we're going to explain more of this. Uh, she's the creator of the Word Effect podcast, and you've got a book coming out. Is it pretty close? Um, it's in the publishing stages with leadership books. Nice. I just talked with my editor today, hopefully this fall. Yes. Wow. Um, it's it's going to be called The Word Effect, uh, Seven Simple Words to Create Your Most Beautiful Life. And, uh, you know, again, you've got an ebook. Uh, you're doing just all these great things. You're a mom, you're a wife, uh, you're an influencer, you're um, someone that we can all look up to and stand on your shoulders because you're doing great things. So thanks again for being here. Oh, well, thank you for having me. <laughs> so the list goes on, but I, I want to hear from you now, obviously. So why don't we start with where did you grow up and tell us a little bit, a little bit about your childhood? Okay, I grew up here in Utah. I had a little stint in uh, California Okay. until I was about three years old. And then my dad got transferred back and I've been in Utah ever since. Grew up in South Jordan, Utah. Okay. Went to Bingham High School and married my high school sweetheart. Really? Yeah. I did. Um, we both kind of went to school. He served a mission for our church and okay. then we got married and we've been married 25 years. So we haven't wow. gone far. Congratulations. Yeah, 25 thank you. Years. 25 that's, years. That's years. amazing. Yes. I know. Uh, Five boys. Five boys. Yeah. Five boys, yes, <laughs> which some days I think, oh, how did that happen to me? That was one of the things that I was not on my plan. I talk about this a lot. Is, right. You know, <laughs> I wanted two boys and two girls, and yeah. life doesn't always give us what we think we want, but I've yeah. learned how to embrace it, and I love it. And 
now I have a daughter-in-law and even a cute little grandbaby. Oh, that's awesome. So the girls finally are starting to come into my life. Finally, yeah. Maybe they'll be all girl grandkids. <laughs> Maybe. Right? I Maybe. don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But Yeah. Well, so do, do you have siblings? Um, did you, you yeah, know? I'm the second oldest of okay. six. And my family was three boys, three girls. Oh, so okay. I thought that's how families came, yeah, right? right? Yeah. Even amounts. <laughs> and so when my boys kept coming out boys, I was like, wait a minute, this is not what I wanted. Um, yeah, so just as grown up in Utah, uh, I love it here. I don't love the snow. Uh, and I always wonder why I live here during the snowy times. Especially but, this year, right? Yeah. Like, but we have to be grateful because we need the moisture. So we I have do. I do have to remind myself of that. Like, okay, we wanted moisture, so I'm trying to be positive about it. <laughs> Look so at what, the bright what, side. Yeah. So what were some of the things you did as a child that you were involved with? Yeah. So, you know, I've always loved being on a stage when mm-hmm. I was a little girl. Yeah. And I danced. Okay. I was a dancer. Mm. And I was on the drill team at Bingham High School. Oh, yeah. Bingham drills, no joke. Well, they're, they're good. They're way good now. Not uh, so they much were, then? Or? They were good. But <laughs> anytime people hear I was a minorette, yeah. they think of the minorettes how they are now. And I always yeah. want to be like, well, we weren't quite there. But it does, you know, I guess I was a minorette. You, you so laid the foundation <laughs> for it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Back in the day. Um, I mean, it's like anything. Things are way more competitive than they were. Yeah when I was in high school, like just any sporting thing. So I did a lot of that um, and just love to have fun. I actually really love being outside. I love nature. I love um, a good friend to go on a walk with. Yeah. So I'm pretty easygoing in that way. Okay. I really enjoy the power of connection. And that's kind of why I think a lot of the things that I do today really drive my soul because I love just one-on-one connection with people and and just building those friendships. Yeah, awesome. Well, staying on the theme, Ron, you you were on the drill team and I know how hard they work. Yes. What were some of the lessons you learned out, you know, that has helped you even today that you learned like just being on the drill team? Oh, you know, (laughs) there's a lot of lessons. I learned how to show up every day Mm -hmm. because we went to 6 a.m. practices. And I think about that now. And I think as a teenager, I went to school every day to dance at six in the morning. It's impressive. Um, (laughs) And you had to be there. And so I learned that. I learned that to show up. And I think that's so important to learn how to just show up to life. Yeah. Um, I learned how to follow through and honor commitments. And... I think I also learned how to be a good friend. You were on a team with 16 other, there was like 16 girls and you know, girls can get catty and they can get, and I think Mm -hmm. I learned how to just stay out of the drama and be a good friend and try not to get into so much of the drama. Cause I think if we get in too much drama, we just miss out on for sure what's important. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I, two of my girls did drill and okay. one of them did can, dance company. So I saw how hard they worked. I'm like, man, you work harder than the football team, the basketball team. I mean, I, I was blown away. Yeah. Like you got two practices every day today? Yeah. You know, this week. And it was just impressive to watch what they went through and seeing what they learned through that. That's why I asked the question because 
so many life lessons outside of just the dancing, right? Yeah. I think paying attention to the details, to the little things, mm-hmm. was another detail oh, that's yeah. really helped me moving forward. Okay. Uh, my kids tell me, one of my favorite quotes is starts out, little things lead to big things. Mm. And I use that all the time because it really is those little things. But, you know, what makes a good team is those little details pulling it together. And and I learned that through Jill Team, too. Yeah, beautiful. Well, you know, you're doing amazing things today. You you know, you are really passionate about how words affect us. Mm -hmm. And whenever I see someone doing such good things like you're doing, there's always a story that happens before this happens. Would you mind sharing, like, how did this come to be? Because I'm sure you had to go through some things in order for that to to be to have that passion and drive to help so many people. Yeah, very, <laughs> very true. I love what you said. A story comes from a story. Yeah. So I was having a family, um, going through life. Things seemed okay. My husband owns a mortgage business, and we went through a really hard times through that 2008-2012 year time. Yeah. With the economy, we had done a lot of real estate investments. And then there was a lot of just things happening in my life. I'd been married, going through life, and things weren't going how I planned. And I like to have control and feel like I'm in control. And (laughs) life wasn't happening how I wanted. And I started to suffer with depression, started Mm. to suffer with anxiety. But I had been... Maybe, I don't know if I'd been taught this as a young girl, but like if you struggle with any mental health things, it was like you were less than. Yeah. And I was embarrassed or kind of ashamed or I don't want to ask for help and I'll take care of it on my own. So that was kind of where I was at for several years. Yeah. And I could say all the right things and I could look like I was pretty put together, but inside I was just kind of crumbling away. Yeah. So that was kind of what I was going through 2008 to 2012, 15, 13. And then I just, I, I'm a believer in a higher power. Um, my higher power is God. Yeah. And I one time just reached out and said, you know, I think I should feel happier than I am. Like, yeah. I don't expect things to not, right. I, I, I understand we're going to have hard things in our lives. Right. Is there a, is there something else I can do? And I just got this impression uh, that came to me pretty strong, but it was change your words and you can change your life. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really understand what that meant, but I became curious to it. Yeah. And I became curious enough that I started to see how, wow, the way I talked to myself was really negative. And what I focused on was really negative. And what I've come to learn is what you focus on grows, right? So if you focus on the negative, it just compounds. And so I started this progression to kind of find myself. I think I kind of lost myself as being a mom and I hadn't pursued the passions that I had wanted. I mentioned I love being on a stage. And as I got older, I let fear kind of hold me back. I, if you would have asked me what I wanted to be when I was a little girl, I would have said I'd want to write a book and I want to be on a stage. Mm. Yet when I went to college, I never took a communications class or took a writing class or pursued any of those things because I think I let the fear of not being good enough mm. hold me back and, yeah. and feared ahead of time, like they say. Yeah. Stop trying before I even tried. Right, yeah. And so I think what happened to me really was just I was not fulfilling 
the mission I was sent mm-hmm. here to fill, fulfill or the purpose I was given yeah. to share. Wow. And so as I began to change my words, I started to see that I had the power to yeah. do the things that I wanted just by changing my words. Did your did your husband notice as well that, hey, something was a little off with you just through those years? I mean, obviously he's going through his challenges, you know, trying to, you know, bring home the bacon, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But, you know, did he notice that, hey, something was off? Oh, he did. And he tried to love me and help me all the way, but he couldn't quite understand me. Yeah. Um, I did during this time, I found that I was struggling with a food addiction. Mm. and didn't realize that either. But through kind of changing my words, what happened is I became open-minded. And open-mindedness gives you the ability to try things that you maybe never would have thought about. And so during about 2014, I think it was, is when I was introduced to um, a food addiction program that kind of, it works around the 12 steps. Yeah, okay. And... That really has been eye-opening to me. Uh, didn't realize that I had struggles there, but yeah. just once I became open to that and with the power of words, I started to see that small, simple phrases make a difference. And I know you have a lot of experience in the recovery world. Yes. You know those little slogans like, easy does it, first yeah. things first. Uh-huh. Like I started to see that little, small sayings could help and support me. Yeah. M- more so than like a big long book because it just almost seemed too overwhelming and so i would put on different words that would kind of support me day by day gotcha and that was kind of the start of progression and it's of course evolved to where it is today yeah you know but one step at a time those little things start to lead to big things like i said like you said earlier Mm -hmm. yeah oh that's amazing so you're going through this and you're starting to realize my words matter mm-hmm. what i do how did you, do, were you just on your own at this point still just you know trying to come up with your own phrases trying to figure out okay i'm going to start talking to myself a little better today is that how it kind of or, or did you have someone like did you reach out to someone to kind of help guide you through this yeah no not at first okay. the first thing i remember is i was watching a netflix documentary okay and i can't even tell you what the documentary was <laughs> But I remember this phrase. They said, put these words in your life every morning, middle of the Mm. day and night. Mm. And the phrase was, I accept myself unconditionally right now. Now, I had to stop it and rewind it because Mm -hmm. I didn't, I accept myself unconditionally right now. I wasn't in a place where I did accept myself unconditionally. Mm. And what they said is to say those to you every day, five times in the morning, five times in the middle of the day and five times at night. And so what I decided to do so I could remember them is I got a little three by five card and I wrote those words down and I just taped it on my mirror in my bathroom. Mm. And I thought, I'll I'll brush my teeth in the morning and night. I'm pretty consistent with that. And I'll say those to me. And I had nothing to lose. The words were free. Yeah. And so that was kind of my first experience. Now, the thing about the power of words is it doesn't just happen overnight, right? right? (laughs) So it's not like you say it five times, then you're like, ta-da. And sometimes people think that when I talk about the power of positivity and the power of like the word effect, that I just think happy thoughts every day and I just never let anything gray happen in my life. But that's just not really true. Right. We have hard days. I still have hard days, but we don't have to focus there as long we can like redirect our thoughts and so i just started saying those to myself and you know over time i began to believe that i accepted myself unconditionally 
right now. And I began to love myself. Yeah. I was going to say it's it's a way of saying I am actually good enough. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And someone that struggles with perfectionism, someone that struggles with control, it was those words that would help Mm. me go, yeah, Yeah. I do accept myself unconditionally right now. And what I remember them saying was say it even if you don't mean it. Yeah. Because over time, you will subconsciously tap into that. Yeah. Right. And so that was my first big experience with words. And then from there... I started to acknowledge my dreams and desires and I said out loud, you know, I want to write a book and I want to speak. Like I finally had the courage and yeah. I, I do believe in God, but I believe the universe does provide for us as well. Sure. And as soon as I said that, <laughs> I was actually on a panel about addiction mm-hmm. at a, a community event and I was pushing the furniture around and a lady said, well, why are you here? And I told her and I said, but I really want to, you know, speak and write a book. And she goes, oh, I work for a lady that has this program <laughs> that she just started. It's a three month program. If you want to be uh, write a book, be a speaker and uh-huh. a social media person, you should talk to her. You know, so it was like as soon as yeah. you start to acknowledge and say what you want. People come into your life, and I'm sure you believe that. (laughs) 100%. And you said it earlier, what we focus on increases or magnifies. And you, just by saying it, and and I want our listeners to understand this, because it sounds almost like, really, does it really work? That Yes, you say it out loud, and you watch what starts to happen. Yes. And so, yeah, I'm a huge believer in that. So I got chills when you said that, because you said it out loud, and then all of a sudden, you you notice, and- I don't know. It's just amazing to me. So there's a thing called the reticular it. activating system, yeah. right? Yep. And so what you begin to focus on, you start to see more of because our brains are really just processors. Right. They are just putting yeah. information in and out. But when we start focusing somewhere, we become, we pay attention to it. Yeah. So if you focus on the things you want or the good, you see more of it because mm. our brain's going to go, oh, they want more of that. I'll show them more of that. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of fascinating because that was all of a sudden there's this person telling me, meet this lady. And so that was my first experience really investing in myself, hiring a coach or someone to say, "Okay, "Uh, this is what I want to do. And then that led to um, then I heard about life coaching uh, and got certified through the life coach school with yeah. Brooke Castillo. Yeah. Amazing program. Yeah. Again, I wasn't necessarily looking for that, yeah. but I, I was looking for pieces and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it was like, here's the next there step. Is, yeah. Here's the next step. Yeah. So just so things cool. like that have gotten me going. Wow. That's amazing. I love that. So what, what was your experience like? Just, you know, some of the, maybe the lessons learned through that uh, going through that 12 step. And I know that that's a big question because you learn so much, I'm mm-hmm. sure. But is there anything that stands out to you? Like looking back on that going, man, I really, this really stands out. Like what I learned this. Is there anything that stands out on that? You know, what stands out the first thing to me is the power of connection and mm. other people's stories. Yeah. Because I couldn't see that I had a problem, but I started to listen to other people. And then I was like, wait a minute. I could learn from their story. And I just think the power of other people's stories are so important. And I think everybody has a story. And 
but we we fall into that compare and despair game where it's like my story's not big enough or I don't have anything to share and I wish I could be like this person but really we each have a story to share yeah and we have influence over people and our words matter and a lot of times yeah. when I speak to um, companies I try to invite the people to realize that their words have influence whether it's big or small you do influence people and to become aware to your words you yeah. know so that's one of my big takeaways from um, working a 12-step program mm -hmm. was just the the power of other people's stories helped me find mm. my own story yeah and I'm love really that. grateful for that I love that and, and again just the importance of getting vulnerable and sharing mm -hmm. because like like you're gonna reach people that need that you like I couldn't reach let's mm -hmm. say not that we can't all help everybody, but you're going to hit certain people because of your story, but you wouldn't reach them unless you were telling it. Yes. So yeah, I, I couldn't agree more that uh, I see it all the time in groups here at Wasatch where someone gets really vulnerable and within one hour, everyone is so connected with that person and they just look at them and go, man, I, I mean, they literally will say, I love you. Mm -hmm. Like that's how powerful that is. So yeah, I'm I, I I'm glad you said that because yeah, and and one of the things is when you find people that have something that they have in common, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter all the differences, right? Because they build on that commonality. Yeah, and you you can become very very connected to that. Yeah, and so a lot of times when I share about words. Um, what happened is after, after I started working a 12-step program, I started a t-shirt business called Becoming Threads with my sister-in-law in 2015. And my name's Becky, her name's Erin, so mm. we were the B behind Becoming Threads. Oh, cool. And what we started doing was putting t-shirts out into the world, sweatshirts with positive messaging. Okay. Neither one of us had run a business before, but we saw the value in putting on words. And so we intentionally started making these t-shirts, started selling them online and at different um, events here locally. And the thing that I loved the very most about it was that people would, it was it was mainly women's clothing. Yeah, Women would say, I need these words yeah. because, and yeah. then they would tell me their story. Mm. And, and it wasn't so much the t-shirt, yeah. it was keep yeah. it simple yeah. or- um, Yeah, I actually saw that. Choose happy, shirt. right? Yeah. Or, yeah. I love that. you know, different words that would, Remain, mm -hmm. remind them or empower them yeah. and then they would share it and you would feel a connection because I would think I need those words too yeah. and yeah. I, that's what I love and now we have something in common mm -hmm. and now I that's how vulnerability starts we find one thing in common oh I need those words so do I well, mm -hmm. what's your story then all of a sudden we feel like I can be more vulnerable and like you said that connection piece that you just talked about yeah, wow. and I think vulnerability is key mm -hmm. and that's really what I learned even even when I found the power of words for myself was when mm -hmm. I got vulnerable with my higher power and I finally was like, I, this isn't working. Yeah. Is there another option? And it was like, change your words and you can change your life. And then I got vulnerable, like, okay, what does that mean? And mm -hmm. I, and I opened yeah. myself up, yeah. right. To, to try different things. And I do think that a lot of times we, we get nervous to be vulnerable. Yeah. But there's such power in, in doing it. And when you feel safe, it yeah. it brings a connection. Yeah. Wow. You said something. I just connected some dots here. It just hit me. Like you said, being being vulnerable with, with God or your higher power. Like 
And if it builds connection with us sitting here, mm-hmm. I it just, I, I, uh, for some reason, I think I should have known this already, but I just connected the dots of being vulnerable with God mm-hmm. and the connection that I would feel with God. Mm-hmm. Whoa. I just, I don't, I don't know. That just hit me. It's, it's powerful. Oh my gosh. It's powerful. That's and cool. that was kind of my experience mm-hmm. and, and I'm still working on it. Sure. Don't get me wrong. Right. I have to practice this every day myself. Yeah. And some days I just go through the motions and <laughs> yeah. I, I don't have that vulnerability, yeah. but I believe that words are here to be a compass. They mm-hmm. actually are direction for us. I love being in your studio. You have words everywhere, right? Yes. I could ask you, what do those mean? What do those yeah. mean? You'd have a story, but I yeah. can read them and they mean something to me too. Exactly, yeah. And so I love waking up every day and thinking, what words do I need today? Mm. And I believe that God puts words in my life, maybe through a podcast I listen to, maybe yeah. through a billboard, maybe through you know, something I read, maybe through from a song. I can't tell you, I have playlists of songs that just inspire me. And so when I'm feeling down, it's like I turn on that playlist and I just listen for those words to, Mm. I feel like they're direction for me. Yeah. So I do think vulnerability is key and you can have it even with God. Wow. I love it. Thank you for sharing that, man. Yeah. I I learned something really powerful today. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) So the word effect, tell us about this amazing brand this amazing company this amazing movement that you're doing talk about all these great things and what that means for our listeners so the word effect is there is an effect with words Mm -hmm. right so one time i was reading a book called the compound effect and it's Mm -hmm. a business book yeah and (laughs) it's a short book and i liked it and i really love it and i reference it a lot and i started thinking and, and he talks about, Darren Hardy talks about, it's just small little things that they compound and they have an effect. Yeah. And I thought that's what words are. Yeah, and wow. so I started to kind of tap into that with the word effect. And as I had said I wanted to write a book, I was on a walk one night and I get inspiration being out on walks and yeah. I yeah. was in my thoughts and I was asking myself, what is it that's helped me move my story forward to get out of the depression and the anxiety. And I just had this experience where there was these seven power words and the first words to acknowledge. And like I said, when I started to acknowledge my dreams Mm. and desires, Mm -hmm. the second word is I began to ask questions and I became curious instead of being, well, this isn't going to work. You know, just feeling sorry for myself. I kind of was like made it more of a game. The third word is, accept and I kind of learned how to accept myself and who I was and not to compare myself to others yeah then the fourth word was abundance instead of thinking mm. of scarcity thinking that there's enough for all of us there's enough out. Yeah. like you mentioned I'll reach people that you won't reach yeah. and you'll reach people that yeah. I won't but there's enough for yes. all of us to help and have influence right then the fourth uh, the fifth word was action um, how to take action from a place of how you feel instead of thinking. Because a lot of people want to change their life, but they get stuck in their head and tapping back into your heart. Yeah. And then appreciate is the sixth word and aspire is the seven word. I love it. And what the word effect is, is we learn these words and then instead of growing um, like up and down, it's kind of expanding like a circle. Mm. Because you use those words 
in everyday living. Yeah. Like you, you know, you learn a lesson and then you get to practice that lesson again with a new yeah. experience. Right. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> so you're constantly, <laughs> totally. <laughs> constantly growing. Yeah. So what I believe the word effect is, is it's a creative and healing power to keep you moving forward and mm. ditching willpower. So many, uh, especially women, I don't know if it's as much for men, but we fall into willpower. Like I've got to push and I got to oh, do men, more. Yeah, I've got to do time. more. Right. Yeah. And word power is much more of the flow of mm. just like looking for those words and showing up. And so like a lot of times I acknowledge my dreams, I begin to ask questions and then I get to accept yeah. what, what happens. Cause I don't have control over many circumstances. I can only control what I yeah. can offer. So that's in a nutshell, that's what my book's going to be about is these seven power words and oh, each of the words and how it. they apply in my life okay. and how others can put them in their life. I also talk about lots of different other words um, because I do think there's just an effect to words and that sure. your words yeah. matter. I, mm -hmm. I believe that the way we talk to ourselves, the way we talk to others, what we put in our lives mm -hmm. has an effect. And I think people would say, yeah, I agree with that, but... I think we need those reminders on a regular basis. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Yeah, I'm always reminding myself of those things. And yeah, I've been I am doing too. it forever and I, <laughs> I, I need to keep going. But it does, it kind of sets the tone. And that actually leads to the next question I have for you. I mean, I love the way you carry yourself. I love, you know, I think people seeing you from a distance are like, man, this woman's got it all, man. She's just rock solid. And I, and I know that we all have her, if they only knew, right? And, uh -huh. But what do you do, like, in it? what's your day look like? Like, how do you get yourself centered and, and focused for the day? Obviously, you're focusing on your words, but is, is there other things to, like, a, like, do you have a routine in the morning that you kind of follow? And, you know, is there certain things throughout the day that you try to do? Yeah, I do. I do believe in routines. I'm not always perfect at them. Right. <laughs> and, and you know what I want to give any of your listeners permission is because I gave, I was given this permission and it's helped me. If you struggle, just start back. Keep going. Yeah, you right, know what I mean? Because yeah. I think sometimes we want to start and we're so motivated and then we slip just a little bit with whatever that might yeah, be. And, then, we're and like, then we feel like we're done. Yep. Um, so there's an acronym that I love and it's try. Mm. I love the word try. And my acronym for it is today redirect your thoughts. Mm. So today is the T redirect is the R and your thoughts is my Y. Right. And love that. so I try every morning I get up and I do, um, I pray and I try to connect with a higher power. I do quiet time where mm. I try to sit still meditate. Nice. Um, sometimes I journal, I try to just get focused for the day. Okay. I've learned how to listen better. Before I found words um, and the power behind them, I never listened to messages that were trying to be told to me. I was always just trying to control things. Yeah. So learning how to just sit still is a powerful tool. Now, like I said, some days I do good and other <laughs> yeah. days... I don't. So my must, mind's going every yeah, which way yeah. and I want to check my phone <laughs> and I find myself on Facebook and then I think, wait a minute, I was going to be centered for a minute. Yeah, and then what was I, I doing? You yeah. know, and so then I just try again. <laughs> um, and then I just work every day to try to redirect my thoughts. Yeah. So when I notice that I'm feeling a certain way, what I've learned with life coaching is 
our how we feel is determined by our thoughts. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I can't catch my thoughts, but I can determine how I'm feeling. Yeah. So I lo- I've noticed like, oh, I'm feeling anxious. I'm yeah. feeling, and then I start asking myself, what am I thinking? What's causing this? Mm, and that. then I can decide if I want to keep thinking that or if I can <laughs> right. redirect. Yeah. So for example, driving here, it's snowing, right? Yeah, I'm not yeah. a big fan of the snow. <laughs> And it's like, I'm kind of holding on going, "Ah, why of all days do I have to be driving here in the snow? Right? Like that's my first thought. Yeah. You're like, thanks, Todd. Yeah. Yeah. But then, but then instead of focusing on that, I was like, you know, but we really need the moisture and I'm Mm -hmm. really looking forward to doing the podcast Yeah. and I enjoy sharing. And so instead of focusing on the snow, I kind of focused on other things. And so then it made the drive better. Yeah. It just made everything a little bit better. So it's kind of a simple tweak. Yeah, I love it. But it's like if all I did was focus on the negative, it would grow. Absolutely. Right? And so instead, so when I got here, I was relaxed. I was calm. I wasn't feeling like, oh, my goodness. (laughs) You know, I was just like, okay. (laughs) And so just that's probably the biggest thing is I work on that. But please don't get me wrong. I still struggle sometimes i'm not Mm -hmm. always happy you know i do have real life things like everybody else yeah but the longer we focus on the negative it just grows so i've just tried to learn how to catch myself and the only way to do that is through practice yeah yeah it's all practice back to being a drill team girl right i learned that the only way to get the routine was to practice and you know when they first start you teach you a routine you're like, I'm never going to learn this. This is so hard. Yeah. And then you get practicing it and you consistently yeah. practice it. So I believe just consistently putting on words yep. has been life-changing for oh, me. That's beautiful. Yeah. I love that. What What do you love most about your life? Um, you know, I love my family. I love that... Today, my boys see me doing things that I'm inspired mm. and that I'm passionate about, yeah. and totally. they're cheering me on. Yeah, that's cool. I do love that. Yeah, and I love even when I get frustrated and days are hard that my boys will say, "Keep going, mom. You can do this." You know, when things are taking longer, or you know, I I have deadlines for this, or I want this yeah. to happen and it doesn't go. Yeah. So I love that. I also love that I'm doing things that I always wanted to do. I love that I'm working on uh, speaking and I'm working on coaching and I'm helping others with something I'm passionate about. That truly fills my soul is to help another person. And so that's really inspiring to me. And my husband and I are starting to transition into a new stage of life. And I'm loving that too. Just our kids are getting older and we're just having more time to focus on things that we want to put out into the world because right, yeah. I spent a lot of years as a full-time mom yeah. which I loved but sure, I yeah. <laughs> I am excited for this next chapter next too. chapter yeah, yeah. No, that's great so my next question is what, what do you love most about you hmm. <laughs> oh that's a I good know. one um hit. that's a good one that always hits boom <laughs> you know I think one thing I do love about me is that I'm curious I ask a lot of questions Mm -hmm. and I've got a a bug of curiosity and that helps me out um, to explore new things. I think 
working a 12-step program and seeing how people struggle with addictions and realizing that there's no, you know, there's not an income level or, you know, a certain education level Mm -hmm. like it can hit anyone. It's given me a lot of empathy. And so I feel like through curiosity and empathy, that's really helped me. And I love that I have those abilities because I can really sit and have a one-on-one conversation and be vulnerable, but then I feel like I can um, intuitively know how to handle situations that I maybe couldn't before. And I do love that. And I realize not everybody can do that. Yeah. I think they can, but I think it has to be developed. Yeah. I guess. No, I I love that. No, that's a great, uh, great answer to, I know it's a kind of a question out of left field, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. I always like asking that because it's great that you can see that in you. That that's, you know, you can find something you really love about you, mm-hmm. you know, again, you know, and words help create that love you were talking about. Yeah. You know, um, you got a book that's going to be coming out hopefully in the fall. You're doing some speaking, you're doing some coaching, all these things. Is there anything else on the horizon you want to do? Like, is there any other like, yeah, I, you know, this is these, this is going to lead me to maybe hopefully doing this too or. Yeah. You know, I, I. Um, working on transitioning some things right now. I just got certified as a breathwork, um, trauma-informed yes. breathwork facilitator yeah. and with some body mapping. So mm. I really want to um, get a little bit more into that feminine, masculine energy yeah. and into the flow of um, creation. Okay. Cool. And I've been doing a lot of studying on that. So I'd like to teach some more classes on that and offer some more breathwork sessions. I've got a membership site that I want to transition into a breathwork membership site. Oh, cool. Because what I have found with breathwork, um, so often we get stuck in the back of our brains where that's where we go into fight, flight, or freeze. Mm. We kind of shuts us down. Our brain tells us of all the reasons we can't do something. And when we learn the power of breath with words, I think that those are both gifts from God. We all breathe yeah. because we it's just a gift. We don't even think about it. It's a gift for right? sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then we all have the power to communicate and find words, but we just have to become intentional to them. And so I find that breath work really helps us uh, realign ourselves. Mm. And so that's kind of, I'm wanting to really implement that a little bit more and bring breath work in because it's a simple, I like simple tools because I came from a place of a lot of overwhelm and I didn't want one more big thing to fail at. And that's why I feel like words and breath are something that they're simple. Everybody has access to. They might need some coaching to learn how to use them. And, but then they just keep practicing it. Yeah. And I really love that. Very cool. Yeah. We, have you come here and help do do our groups here with the breath work that would yeah. be amazing yeah. yeah yeah it's it's been amazing yeah um it really helps you just get back into um your intuition and back into decision making skills even just learning to take some deep breaths yeah. as you're driving yeah and again it's like well yeah <laughs> oh yeah that makes sense but like learning how to implement it that it becomes a reaction when you yeah. feel that angst come in it's like oh yeah i'm gonna take some deep breaths you know yeah so so if people um i love that um by the way you're also doing you have a podcast Mm -hmm. if people go there what are they going to find is it is it are you bringing on guests or is it you just talking about power of words or is it a little of both or yeah that's that's one other thing that i'm wanting to to up level is my podcast up until this point it's just been me talking and oh, they're cool. kind of short and sweet yeah. and i just give some concepts or some yeah. ideas okay um share my story about words and invite people to 
figure out how they can implement either that part of it or think about their own story. But I would like to up level and start bringing on guests that's like on the list of yeah. things to find out. Because what I want to do is find out other people's words, yeah. what words they're putting on mm-hmm. and have conversations. I love that. So, but I have learned constraint and you can't do everything at once. You're right. Right. <laughs> and yeah. and though I want to, and sometimes I'm frustrated <laughs> yeah. that I can't, I've had to kind of pick and choose. So as I've been finishing the book and kind of getting that done, it's freeing me up to kind of do some other things now. Yeah. No, so. that's great. Well, I love all the things you're doing. It's pretty oh, amazing. Thank you. It really is. If there's someone listening to your voice right now, and you've already shared some amazing things with us today, but they're in a dark place, they're struggling, and they're just looking for something, what would you tell that one person right now? I would probably say if they can't find words themselves today, to take that phrase, I accept myself unconditionally right now. Mm. Get a three by five card and write it down Yeah, and put it somewhere that you can see it and just start saying it to yourself, even if you don't believe it and just begin to practice putting those words on. And then as they were to do that, they'd probably be able to see other words that would start to inspire and enlighten them Mm, to find joy again. Love that. Great answer. Thank you. Yeah. And it's a simple thing Mm -hmm. to do Mm -hmm. and it's a good starting point for someone who may feel like it seems too overwhelming to do anything. Yes. I think we can all do that. And, I, and I'm going to challenge whoever's listening to this that's struggling to write those very words down. I accept myself unconditionally right now. Yeah, that it? Okay. right now. So write that down and let's follow Becky's example and look what it's done for her life. Look where she's at today. And it's, a, it's truly amazing, honestly. If people want to reach out to you and want to learn more about what you're doing or hire you for a speaking event or listen to your podcast and and eventually buy your book when it's ready. What's the best way for them to do that? So they could go to my website, becomingwithbecky.com and contact me there. Also, if they want, I have a free little ebook called The One Word Way. Mm. It's three simple words. They're different words than what the word effect is, but they're words that we use every single day. And we, if we just change these little words, we can change our life. Nice. And so you can go to my website to get it or just becomingwithbecky.com forward slash join. Okay. You get on my um, newsletter list and then you would get that free book. And then I, nice. you would get updates when my book comes out and cool. I just share different messages yeah. from time to time of how they can put on words and hear about the podcast there too. I love it. Very cool. We need to all do that. Everyone go sign up. Let's do this. Yes, I would love that. Please, please, And there, please. you'd be surprised. The words are, um, they're simple words that we use all the t- time. And yeah. if we just start changing them, we can just change our life right there. And I, yeah. I, oftentimes when I speak, that's the first introduction I give people to the power of words is just changing, you know, talking more about ands instead of buts, you mm. know, like yeah. and is a, a word that helps us move forward and but is a word that holds us back right right and so just becoming a little more intentional to that yeah can start to change things yeah and everybody can do it yeah you know that's what i love yeah it's like young kids can do this i speak to youth groups but then people that are in business settings you know Mm -hmm. women's retreats different things it you can find anything with words and so that's what i love to share love it 
Well, I can't thank you enough for being on the show, Becky. Seriously. It's a privilege. It, it took it took us a minute to get this to happen, but yeah. here we are and you're in person and I'm sitting here and boy, I'm the one that's probably most blessed because I get to see you in person, but uh, I know our listeners were fed with some amazing things, some powerful principles, and just again, a reminder to all of us how powerful the story is that we tell ourselves and, and words really do matter, like you say, and um, all the best of luck with what you're doing. And I, I know this is going to help support this and anything we can do in the future to help you. I would love to do that and collaborate any way we can, honestly. I would love to. Um, and, uh, but yeah, it's great to, to rub shoulders with you. Well, so. thank you. It's been a privilege and I love what you do. I think thank anytime you. we're trying to share a story to help mm -hmm. others yeah. is just that's yeah. what we're here to do. That's why we're here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and boy, I, I, I wrote a bunch of notes and I took a lot away from here, but that uh, being vulnerable with your higher power, if you, if you, if I hope you got that too, man, that really hit me hard, but uh, all of it was a beautiful thing. So um, please reach out to Becky, guys, and check out, check out all the good things she's doing. Um, she's a powerful person who's doing great things, who is just like you and I, who has her good days and her bad days. She's human. <laughs> Um, but at the same time, she's trying to spread some light in this world that we need so desperately. So um, we're grateful to have you have her in our lives. And so please reach out to her. And Becky, one last thank you. I appreciate your time today. Thank you. Yeah. All right. There you go, everyone. Please share this with someone you know, especially if you have someone who's struggling. They need to know more about Becky and her methods. It will help them. And uh, I can't thank enough. Thank you guys enough for supporting me and believing me. I love you guys. Until next time.